What you are about to hear is opinion and conjecture that does not reflect the true opinions or actions of individuals mentioned. All named activities are alleged and discussed while under the influence and are inadmissible in court. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We've now reached cruising altitude and I've turned off the seatbelt signs. Now prepare to get lifted with your hosts, Cushman Bonglegs and Matt GZ. DJ Machine Gun Hands I struggle to pick things up with my gun hands You're watching Cruising Altitude Welcome back to Cruising Altitude episode 14 This is your captain speaking, Kushman Bonlegs And I'm here with my awesome co-pilot, Matt Jeezy How you doing, Matt? Hey, buddy Doing well. We are now we're now in our teenage years. Fourteen. <laughs> like, man. Would you ever want to go back to your teenage years? Like, are you proud of how you did it? Do you think you would do it differently? Or is it just like the hassle of life being like, man, oh, it's just so not worth like how, how would you would you ever go back in time if you could like uh, trade places with your fourteen year old self? Uh, man, that's that's a hard one, right? That's it's it's a yes and no. I didn't even plan that shit. There, that there's cer- certain aspects certain aspects for sure. Uh, you know, just that, that joyful, blissful ignorance of being young and not having, you know, responsibilities and, you know, being able to go out and just have, I think, a lot more unadulterated fun. But at the same time, like, I do not miss school, like formal, having to go every day at eight o'clock in the morning school. There's no way I could go back to that, to that routine. Whew. I put the right amount of water in this thing. Oh, that yeah, thing that was shot chugging. up like a roar. Holy fuck. Oh, dude, I remember how, how high I used to get, though, back then. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could get some of that back in my life. It sounds fucked up saying I wish I could go back to the time I was paying like $20 a gram. <laughs> or whatever the hell you were paying. How were you doing back then? What was, what was the price structure back then? Oh, man. Uh, so there was, there was basically three prices. You had your regs, you had your mids, and then you had your chronic or your crippy. Uh, regs. I love the crippy thing. Yeah. That's so funny uh-huh. to me. So actually, I, I I got my start, and and I'm not I'm not too uh, too egotistical to admit it. In in the regs market, I uh, I was a busboy at this restaurant, and one of the chefs he uh, he was the plug. He had the hookup, and you know at first it was just you know get, getting some dimes here, maybe get maybe saving up and and getting a an eighth with a buddy or something like that. And then uh, probably about a year into it. It's back when a dime started... was a five, a point five, yes. though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people over here think that a, a dub is two grams. What? No. Yeah, no. That, out here. That, that was yeah. a 20 sack. That was yeah. a totally different. That's a 20 sack. Exactly. A dub is a gram for $20. Yes. 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 Okay, thank yes. you. I, sure. I argue that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, definitely, you, you definitely have it right. Yeah, two grams is a dub sack. No. Oh, bro, it was and it was definitely. Hey, you got ten bucks? I got ten bucks. <laughs> Let's go get a nickel is a quarter of a gram, sir. <laughs> <For> sure. <laughs> I never sold nickels in my life. No, I I went. Uh, <laughs> I so, sold one kid a nickel once because he begged me. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even want his money. I'm like, if you just want this small scrap of flour, I'll give it to you. <laughs> just just give me a bowl hit. Yeah, like that's so sad. Hey, it is weird. You know, sometimes you got a you got a ball on a budget. <laughs> I guess, or you could just like, 
assess your life and how you only have five dollars for weed right now and you should maybe not spend it hey, i will never talk somebody out of the priority of cannabis in your life even if it's only five dollars it's like i ain't paying my rent that's like thumbs up go get a zip dude because you remember how long like a 20 sack would would last you know not any longer than it does now i mean for me it did it did i mean because i didn't have a lot i didn't have a lot of money so it was <laughs> like did I. hey i'll take a crumb and uh, smoke one hit right now and then i'm gonna parse this out and allocate some for later and it was like yeah i, if I, you I didn't have the luxury hits, of yeah. rolling up like a blunt like we're, we're about to smoke right here or, or like that mondo right triple here. paper uh hooter you got over there in your hand for sure i think um uh, yes, I you're you're right, but I think also like I didn't know how to roll, so I like filled a black and mild every time I wanted to smoke. So that's why I had to start uh, selling when I was younger, just because. Let's see, I think I bought my first half, a half o of strawberry cough for like, I want to say like two twenty. So like I had to start fucking ripping that. I had to. I didn't even really smoke it like that because I'm like, well, fuck, none of this makes sense until you get to an ounce. And I, yeah. the the half ounces were usually you can just flip straight up, but I had to, the half ounce was so goddamn expensive. I had to do it twice just to get ounce territory. And my god, when ounces were two eighty, I felt like the goddamn king. You yeah. know, Wiz Khalifa was making songs four hundred a zip. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, two eighty, baby, here we go. Yo, like I was saying, man, I was living that that low life we mm. so so that 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 plug ended up uh you know let's fast forward you know a year later 500 pounds of regs coming in bricked you've got me interested coming in coming in about the size of a small library book wrapped in tin foil oh we had really brick bricked it seeded bricked gross Never we, mind. it was to the point where we, we and had for that been, reason sharks i'm out <laughs> amen different strokes for different folks no dude I, I used to sell brick weed and but when it comes super bricked like that it's hard you know we, we had to make a whole routine out of it like we had to steam it we had to fluff it out we, we had to like rehydrate it oh it was a whole God. process of like making it a little bit more better bag appeal to it and then you know later on in life you start to realize that all that effort to go through to sell that to make it you know somewhat appealing it's so much easier to sell quality stuff. Ugh. It sells itself. You don't have to go through that process. You don't have to, you know, play salesman and kind of convince people. And you know, if it's the the right price point, I mean, it just just goes off the shelf. I, I think mean, it's good to sell both at the same time. You know, like that's what I did. I was like, hmm, well, twenty dollars will get you a gram of this dank, or an eighth of shit for sure. Do you want to smoke a lot or do you want to smoke good? Like that was my argument. Yeah. So there was a time where I definitely did both, and that was my functional price point. Oh, it, me too. And actually, the visual still was a thing that I think sold a lot more because you know you look at you look at some some brick weed in a bag, and it looks like minuscule because it's so dense. Mm-hmm. So an eighth looks like a gram. You take and I kind of again I don't want to <laughs> I hate admitting to this, but you know you, you you take like a gram of fire, nice fluffy bud, and I used to like break them up oh, fuck i yeah. take a nice bud and break it all up because then it would look like an eighth in a bag fuck and yeah. you know when, when you're that age you really don't don't know the difference so you'd be like oh well you could get this eighth that you know it's it's cheaper but you know you only get this or you get this other one and it looks like four or five times the amount even yeah, though it weighs the exact same yes hydro hey sells itself <laughs> i guess so when you do it that way <laughs> the anti-mids <laughs> the, the, the salesmanship 
of it all. But ultimately, man, I was just trying to get my buddies to smoke better weed. Dude, I hear you. I think that that's been been just the the life mission ever since. So to go back to you know those early years, I think in a lot of ways, you know, I'm pretty much just on the same the same path. Oh, sorry about that. I had to get up for my lemonade. I got pineapple and mango lemonade right here. It's uh, it's exotic. It is very orange. So too. what do we think of paper blunts first? You say rock paper blunts? <laughs> um, yeah. How do we play that? Uh. That's a, that's a good question. Okay. I mean, bl- rocks are blunt. So we'll say blunt beats joint <laughs> rock. Well, joint's definitely going to be paper. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to have joint beat rock anyway. So that works out. Okay. I'm overthinking this. That's just paper. <laughs> yeah. Just normal rules. Okay. So blunt is scissors. <laughs> Blunt, okay, that, that, that makes sense because you what, need if we scissors rock, to what do we, break the blunt. What open. do we smoke? And rock is bong hit. If for some reason rock wins, I like that. That's that's the rock in my life. Okay, okay. I feel like we're circling this this uh, gauntlet game. I feel like <laughs> you keep talking your rock. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll just yell what it is because I don't really know. How All right, it's one, two, two, three, three shoot. go. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, one, two, three, shoot. Oh, we both smoke bongs. All right, one, two, three, one. <laughs> what did you do? You just made one. a gun. Right, no, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing my scissors at you. Okay, 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 okay. The joint is just one finger. Got it. Oh, wait, joint's no, the same thing still. No, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, favorite. this is just rock, paper, scissors. I'm overthinking this so hard. Throw, throwing extras in here. All right. <laughs> Shoot. Okay, oh, you win. Slicing that joint. That's the blunt. So blunt beats joint. Wow, that was interesting <laughs> all right cool spark it up man all right that's fucking fine so we're smoking on some rapper kush uh, all the rappers smoke it that's what we hear not to be confused with khalifa kush no, no. not a specific rapper's kush and khalifa kush is not to be confused with kim kardashian as kanye thought did you hear that no mm, he got like uh i don't fucking know how long ago just just the bullshit time that we live in. Media is just like this timeless thing, I feel. Uh, anyway, uh, I think it was Kanye was acting crazy. And then Wiz commented on his thing, like on Twitter or something. He's like, oh, man, you're acting all crazy. You need to hit that KK or whatever. So, or whatever, something like that. That good KK. And he's like, you know, thought he was talking uh, about Kim, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian okay. but it just means it's Khalifa Kush, sure, sure. which honestly is so douchey. Anyway. Like, yeah. why do you, you can't just say weed, bro. Like, you don't gotta be like, let's just spell it out if that's what you mean. Anyway, fucking yeah, he just got all upset. Became like this whole beef for no reason, just because he misunderstood. Wow. Yeah. That seems like a silly thing to get upset about, but yeah, that's what, uh, I mean, like if someone hit me, I was like, hey, I got some KK. You want to hang out? I'd be like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I'd only be concerned if there was a third K. Um, yeah, <laughs> or one less K. Yeah, right. The two Ks I'm cool with, though. Yeah, two Ks. Man, the dry pull on this, amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... Um, it even comes through in the blunt. Yeah, I, we harvested it, like, last week. And um, I've got one lighter here. Uh, Thank you, sir. We harvested it last week, and uh, I, of course, do, like, the bucking and the trimming and the stuff that... <laughs> isn't people's favorite but i'm i enjoy it because i like handling the plant 
it's like giving it a handshake like thank you sir thank you sir thank you yeah. sir but anyway um the intimate uh... i always like to get a little bit of finger hash so i definitely notice uh when i get less and uh i tell You're you real man, handsy with the plants oh no <laughs> i am a gentle giant anyone can attest no one notices i'm a freaking forest nymph gently plucking petals just finessing those trichomes off dude oh my god who are you trying to talk me out of a job what are you doing here anyway you smoke no it? no, no I, I did this is this is more artisanal this ash over here now how gingerly and with love it's been, been yeah harvesting. yeah whatever anyway my point is is that this plant naturally generated way more resin than uh pretty much all everything i had done leading up to it that day yeah it's funny how some were like that right i mean there's such a disparity or such a such a wider range of uh resin or how, how that resin comes off the plant yeah so we'll be smoking some of the hash here uh i forget which one it's from but there's some hash in the joint should that have won the battle see if you would have started with that I don't even know if we would have gotten to the Rochambeau. Uh, well, we'll get to it all. I like that the bong was there to be the rock, because I really wasn't sure. That's a no-lose situation then. Yeah. That, that I really bong. like this game now. Yeah, I like this game too. Uh, for some reason, it just reminds me, like I don't even know why I remember this, but there was just, like this cool laser tag place in Arizona when I was a kid, and uh, it was called Laser Quest. And, like For some reason, like this one guy, he would... Uh, bet kids like free laser passes or like free you know a free game if they can beat him at rock paper scissors and this guy we just watched it this guy never lost a rock paper scissors it was amazing wow what do you think you think it's just like reading micro movements or he's like semi-psychic i think there's definitely a trick to it yeah probably like a magician level trick like how somebody holds their hand maybe like Mm -hmm. you just see it a split second and he just has that fast reflex to respond maybe there's a psychology like yeah these yeah. type of people oh this is a rock person first. for sure yeah uh, <laughs> this guy looks like he smokes lots of bongs this guy really acts like a rock person <laughs> Dwayne Johnson yeah. comes out you <laughs> said what sucker just gonna push in this goopy butt a little bit there we go yeah nice pause on goopy butt and, this is uh, <laughs> pass it over. talking about the blunt oh dude i just fucking ruined the back of this knife anyway yeah so um <laughs> why not i have just been doing all sorts of shit listening to crazy uh stories and things like that and i'm gonna i decide let's let's take this conversation in a weird direction man Yo, I haven't slept in like two days, so yeah, let's get weird. Ha! <laughs> That's crazy. Well, all right, bro. Well, uh, cryptids, man. What do you know about? Like, I was, I've been listening to stuff on like cryptozoology. Cryptozoology. Yeah, like cryptids, like the uh, unseen creatures that go bump in the night, man. Like Sasquatch and that type of shit, man. Yeah. So I was just like, uh, man, like all sorts of interesting creatures, and these people reporting it. Um, so it's just, you know, take whatever you want from it, the grain of salt, what have you. But it's a, it's fascinating uh, dips into mythology regardless of, you know, what level of credibility you bestow onto it. Anyway, um, I just think there's all sorts of fucking weird stuff. Like, do you believe in that stuff, man? Have you ruled out the Bigfoot? I mean, it might be a unique question given what you've been doing, you know, with the, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't want to. You know, I think the older you get, maybe the more cynical or 
critical you get of, of of things but when i was younger and to go back to like what we were talking about earlier like as a as a young uh teenager when i loved young, the idea of the um loch ness monster like, uh, i totally thought the loch ness monster was real i remember like as in like elementary school going and like getting the books from the library and like reading about the abominable snowman and yeah. the yeti and bigfoot and you know all these kind of crypto creatures and i don't know, for some reason the loch ness monster always really stuck with me and i think i have all those things that one or sea-related creatures seem to be the most plausible. I mean, we know so we know more about space is basically than we do about the ocean, and yeah. they're constantly finding new species, new things. Yet, yet alone, you know, not being able to go to great depths that 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 easily to even find out what's down there. So, who knows? I think I, I that's have, the way I, I leave. I have a who theory. Knows? Like maybe cryptozoology is why like cryptocurrency is so big right now. Like maybe that's why Bitcoin's doing so well because it's it's opened to envelop the economies of the yetis and the goblins and so, the sea people. <laughs> I was just thinking that, that that there's like a a tiger king, but of like Bigfoots oh. out there, and the only way you can buy one is if you got some Bitcoin. Yeah, you have to like ha already have mythical creatures somehow <laughs> to trade him. Yeah. You got to be in the crypto world. To even oh know my it. God. You got to get all the Bitcoins. That's what they're for. Little bits of unicorn. Man. Far out. These blunt's excellent. Yeah, man. I like his suit. I mean, you can tell that it's, it's so resinous. I mean, that thing is gumming up. I got, I got, I got lip guess bomb I on now. Guess, guess I didn't knock all the trichobes off. <laughs> Imagine you sitting there making little hash balls. Because I get that from both uh, finish trimming and um, bucking. And I add it up all together. Sure. Yeah. No, dude, some, I mean, I can tell it's my fingers right now from rolling up that blunt and crushing up that weed. Like, they're green and, uh, yeah, I can't pull them apart. Do you know the trick about, you know, hair grease? Like, human oils defeat resin. Uh, yeah, 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 but I'm not crazy about, uh, I just gotta go, go wash my hair. Uh, not me, man. I got freaking jungle hair. <laughs> you too, man. I mean, it, you got this like shit's a, a mop, bro. It's what it's for, cleaning the weed off my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, I don't know, man. There's all sorts of weird fucking creatures out there. Man. Which one do you, do you like subscribe to? Is there any that, that you, you really think are, are out there? Is um, one that you, that's your favorite? Is one you're mo the most like fascinated by? Well, I don't spend a lot of time doing this, uh, but I do just listen to it while I paint, uh, and I paint a lot, so it's just kind of my background noises. I actually fall asleep to like scary stories, <laughs> like uh, so. I feel like that's like the edgiest thing about me. I fall asleep to horror, um, but uh, <laughs> horror, horror, horror. oh, the horror! Oh, Johnald. <laughs> I wish my name was Johnald. Anyway. John. <laughs> Never heard or met anybody named John. It's my new favorite name. It's like I'm... a John and a Donald got together. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I don't really believe in them. I believe that the world is vast enough that a lot of these things could exist, and anything that does still exist has evolved alongside humanity to learn how to stay hidden and things like that. Um, but also, like, I don't really outwardly believe in any of these things, like. Uh, like if you ask me about like ghosts or the potential of like aliens, I'd probably be more assured in my answer. But like with this stuff, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you it doesn't, but I'm definitely not in the camp of like, 
yeah, those people are going to find him one day. Yeah. You know, I'm like, it's just the mysteries of the world. And then like, you know, then at what point does science come into it? And like how true, you know, is like string theory with all the dimensions and shit. Like, you know, it could just be glitches and phasing of like other dimensions and things like that. Cause like, uh, especially last night, there was these stories, um, of like kids that were walking home from school and like they saw this cottage like with this old lady and they had lemonade and shit and they were just in there to have a drink but like somehow three hours had passed while they were in there and they just had tea and then when they went back the next day the house was gone you know so it's like they their theory was just like it was in another dimension or something like that but you know that's kind of like a far-fetched thing like i just listen to the stories like you're not going to enjoy the story if you're pissing on it the whole time like that didn't happen i just soak it up and it's just you know, worst goes to worst, you get a good story. But uh, yeah, or you know, just but, you maybe, know, it's like I don't know. Maybe psychedelics. Things can happen, man. I think I've definitely seen some crypto animals at times. Like you know, what if the things you see on psychedelics aren't just actually there, but from another dimension? And if that's true, fuck other dimensions. That place is crazy. I don't know. I mean, uh, you, you ask <laughs> a lot of people who who use DMT or try DMT. A lot of them will tell you that you totally go to a different dimension, and there's uh, there's aliens and all sorts of sentient beings that you interact with. I like to think it's like a, it's more like the veil being thin, you know, the barrier that separates the two worlds is extra thin to you at that time. So if you want to drift over and experience other things, you can, but it doesn't necessarily force it into your world, and maybe that's why it's like patchy or glitchy or semi inconsistent when you're having sure. these experiences. Just like standing next to the Stargate, like yeah, yeah, peering exactly. through. You don't, you don't gotta jump in. Yeah, yeah. It's just like slowly sucking your face in a little bit and you're just like, It's okay, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't quite ignore it. But maybe you don't have to go fully fully down. Or you could. Yeah, but uh <laughs> and then there's some people that do video interviews like uh you know gnomes? Like gnomes come around and terrorize people. I mean they steal my socks all the time. They do. That's well, that's a little different. These guys sound crazier, but uh, I, I think I'd be stoked if they just wanted my socks. I have two drawers full of socks. Like uh, shout out to the gnomes. I got nah, some man. Socks. For some reason, they always just want one too. Mm. And I end up with a drawer full of uh, single socks. Somehow, damn gnomes. Yeah. Well, what else? Tell me about gnomes. No, I don't know much about them. I know like the Expedia. Guy. <laughs> I don't know too much about them either, but I just know that they're like creepy goblet ass motherfuckers that are trying to cause craziness. They're not like the Smurfs. Why do people put them in their gardens? I think is it, it like a scarecrow type thing? I think it's something like that. They Maybe mean, it's like paying tribute to the mighty gnome. It seems like I'd fucking know him up. Like, I'd freaking dropkick that sucker. Oh, no, man. Over the roof. Like, what if that thing is like a fucking wizard? And he, like, sets you on fire or some shit. I don't know, man. He's, he's in my dimension. Mm. Fucking that gnome up. Look, I like your attitude. I'm pro fucking I'm stopping that dude now, for sure. But... Yeah, man. I mean, but, I wouldn't go there first. I mean, like I said, they, they seem like jolly fellows. Like, there's I, a lot. I would first offer, you know, a, a peace offering. Probably a, either a scissor or a rock. Yeah. And they apparently got, there. like, sharp teeth and, like, they're creepy, man. They're not nice looking. They don't look like garden gnomes, apparently. But, uh. I don't know. But I think they, my dog would have a field day with that sucker. Oh, yeah. Nah, uh, it's not going to fucking have a chance. And then there's like uh, the fucking skinwalkers, man. The uh, Native American Wendigos or whatever. Uh, yes, those things are fucking far out. Yes, I think that's that's a much more that, fascinating idea. That seems more common mm -hmm. than Bigfoot sightings, if you are into it. 
actually. Really? Yeah, like yeah, there's like just the for yeah for ounce per pound. Uh, there's a lot more of those kind of stories, man. And uh, that is way more horrifying than Bigfoot. I yes. think people should be looking for these horrifying things, and they can turn you into a cannibal, and you, they turn you into one, or they just kill you. And it's like you're dead and like you're super hungry, like starving all the time. And the only time you're not starving is when you're eating, but that only makes the starvation worse. So it's like you just become this ravenous, like pale wraith like monster and just like go around being crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like I don't like that. It's like, it's kind of like a like a vampire twist to it too, you know. Like mm-hmm. you see like these certain threads that kind of run between things, and that's kind of a very fascinating tie together that gives it, in my mind, like a little bit more validity, right? Because it's not just one person saying one thing, but it's multiple different ethnicities, cultures, regions, all having a similar thing. Like the the Yeti and the Abominable Snowman and Bigfoot, they're all very it just sounds like regional, or like you know, a vampire like and Skinwalker or. You know, well, you know what people have been saying is that I, they have a lot of similar traits to what people report as aliens. And so they kind of allude to the point that one is the other or the other is one. So they're trying to draw a connection that the aliens and the abductions are really skinwalkers or they're just al- or the skinwalkers are actually just aliens. Hmm. Interesting. Isn't Interesting. That, that's kind of far out, right? Yeah, yeah, that is a, that's a fascinating concept. Yeah, I mean, I definitely believe in aliens. I mean, if you want to go down that that rabbit, well, then that's what I'm that's, saying. Or that I'm like, well, but fuck, what if can, it's a gang? Hey, or why does it have to be one? I mean, I, I kind of think of it like, uh, yeah, I think Men in Black's maybe a little exaggerated, but like that sort of uh, viewpoint where I mean, there could be all sorts from big to small, kind of blending in. And in my mind, definitely the small. I mean, if you look at it, really the data and the numbers. Look at the amount of new insects that are that are found, or the amount of new viruses and bacteria level organisms that are that are found. There's so many out there, and who who could say that something didn't fly in on an asteroid and land in the ocean and proliferate and is just the size of you know an amoeba or something like that? So I, I do think that there there could be these you know extraterrestrial Shit. you know kind of movie like aliens, but I I firmly believe that there's things from not this world that are small and all around and just haven't even been noticed yet. Or all right, let me hit you with this one. Have you been submitted like the idea that <coughs> the aliens are just humans from the past? So like to say like where we're headed now. If you asked your average Samaritan, they're going to say we're all going to blow each other up, right? Or the earth is going to be coaxed into a global phenomena or sure. whatever. You know, something's going to happen and we're all going to get eradicated from the planet, from whatever. So they're saying that, like, the quote-unquote aliens are just people that developed to that point. But, you know, like a cataclysmic world reset would obviously erase signs of technology, you know, from the planet. And so they're saying that, you know, these people, this has already all happened before and civilization had already peaked. And then they had figured out, you know, a select few to go survive out in space with technology or whatever. And then there's also, then they're saying that, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm so fucking high from this point while I'm telling you this. <laughs> fucking, and so what they're saying is that, 
you know, that explains like why the weird, the pyramids and all those things were like those resilient structures from the past and they couldn't fathom how they moved them, laser cut them, whatever. Uh, but besides the point, uh, the interesting part of that is, is that if you think and follow that line, thinking that humans had escaped for centuries to the stars, right, with uh, minimal light, uh, almost no conditions, you know, and then generations of like, you know, uh, kids adapting new features and traits to more acclimate to that. Sure. They become pale and long and skinny and lanky from less gravity. Like they're yeah, saying, absolutely. so like people, people that were continually born in space would look a lot like what we perceive the aliens to be. That, so. I mean, that idea is very fascinating and very believable because it makes sense. You know, if you live up in space, you don't have the gravity, your muscles don't, you know, develop as much. You'd, uh, uh, There's you'd less start to light, automate. maybe your eyes get bigger. Yeah, you start to automate everything. So intelligence reigns over physical superiority. So your heads, heads are getting bigger and bigger, bigger brains. And yeah, and then it kind of meets that stereotypical idea of what a alien is yeah. yeah so i just think it's interesting yeah, it, i'm it's, not it's even trying idea, like that's sure. the truth alex jones yeah. uh no i'm just uh, i just think it's kind of fun to think about those things kind of like what if you know mm-hmm. like i'm not so stuck in the reality that i can't ponder <laughs> you know and think about silly things like that so. yeah yeah crazy or like what they're so small that they're coming in you know, basically taking over us and then some people walking around are actually aliens because they're being controlled ultimately like a, like a robot. Yeah, or they're not actually being disguised, but like their true self is like in their dimension, you know? So like unless you change your dimensional frequency, you can't see past their disguises. Maybe that's where all these crazy people are seeing lizard people and shit. Mm. But, uh, you know, maybe they have like, you know, a low... Sub, low conscious level uh, disruptor I think I don't know I sound like a crazy person that believes in the shit I'm just talking about stuff that I hear about that Bro. I think is kind of interesting as we get higher and higher we're going more and more well you know like path, I like I don't want to be that guy because freaking uh, <laughs> I was at this convenience store the other day and I was just like I like I didn't like it at first but I like paying with the tap function on my cards because like you know, since the COVID, you can just like, it's kind of the cleanest way just to check out, just tap your little microchip on the screen and sure. you don't have to put anything in. Which uh, one's your favorite? You, you get, you got an Apple phone, right? You use Apple Pay? No, I don't like having that much of my payment on my phone. I feel like phones are relatively compromisable, so I try not to do that. I'm sure if you wanted to, you could still find it, but I don't. Oh, you just mean the chip on your card? The chip on my card. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't do it on my phone. Uh, but they just some a lot of POS systems have that now. But anyway, I was just like, yep, tap tap. Uh, I see that like there's like some TikTok video there, tap 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 tap. So I always say that when I do that, uh, <laughs> unrelated. <laughs> but this guy's like, yes, and if you're vaccinated, soon you'll be able to do that with your arm. Like that's what the cashier said to me, unprompted. And I was like, with your arm? Yeah, because he's saying that when you get vaccinated, you get microchips injected into you. And mm. you get to pay with your government microchip that's in your own area. Oh, so, that for sure is going to happen someday. Yeah, 100%. for sure. <laughs> this dude, I'm just like, I asked him like once how he was doing when I walked in. And then this is the first thing. He's letting the people know. Sure. But uh, I mean, I understand he doesn't want to get the vaccine. But that's a crazy idea. Yeah, that's insane. But hey, man. There's going to be like one guy listening to this and be like, dear cruising Dude, altitude, <laughs> go fuck yourself, you sheep. 
Well, I, I mean, but that does expose the fact that there is gradients to conspiracy theories or ideas like cryptozoology and aliens, right? I mean, there's it's not all black and white. There's a very the wide gray. gray zones of all that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's all good. Uh, I just think it's interesting, and I wouldn't rule any of it out. I don't have particular confidence in any one of those theories, but I enjoy listening to them, just like how I like listening to the stories of the Greeks and the Norse and the Egyptians when I was a kid. For sure. Yeah, is any of that shit? I mean, do you believe in Zeus? Do you think Athena was, was uh, running around? you think Cupid shooting arrows at, at one point? I, well, the thing is, I think a lot of the... Um, not monotheistic, so polytheistic religions. I don't think, like, I think depending how you look at it, like, you could make it monotheistic, right? And just have those all be the faces and representation of the one thing that's too big to know. Of a multi-sided, uh-huh. omniscient like it, Yeah, being. so each thing represents a face. So if that helps you focus, like, your intent to, like, channel a certain aspect of that, I think that's, like, a really functional way to look at religion. But, like, yeah, if you want to, like, believe in Zeus, like, Zeus exists within whatever would exist, you know, within through a, a, you know, a monotheistic god, you know? Like, that's just his Zeus mode. Like, if something is that great, right? Like, it has all those different moods and feelings and faces and attributes. So it's like, you know, I think, uh, I don't know. Oh, you're getting deep with it. Yeah, I, I just, like, you know, I'm not, a, yeah, this is an interesting episode so far. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's just kind of how I feel about it. Like, I'm open to see anything either way. Like, I don't have a lot of feelings about stuff. Like, I have my own personal stuff. Like, I feel philosophy is helpful. I don't think religion is helpful. I don't think promising anyone a destination is helpful. I think tools to help you find peace in your current situation is what is important. And, like, the the subject of faith exists in and out of religion for me. Like, it's just being confident in yourself and what you're doing and believing that you're building towards something and that, like, you're not going to fuck up because this is what you were meant to do, right? So like, yeah, absolutely. So, like, it's kind of just, like, that's what's important. So I think, you know, it, it doesn't matter. But I think philosophy and just uh, tools to help you process what's happening around you in society is, like, a great thing to gather from whatever you're into. Yeah, I don't know, no, how, I, I don't I, know how we got to, onto this. I thing. mean, I think whether it's a, you know, a good fiction, you know, story or whether it's, you know, something like a, a religious text or, uh, you know... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that I think about that. <laughs> Thanks, fuck it. So, it you know, whatever it is, you know, I think that you know it, it. It all can be looked at as philosophy, depending upon your perspective, and it can also be looked at as you know scripture or uh, doctrine, you know, depending upon your perspective too. I think that if it if it improves your life and it gives you something to you know a set of structures or rules or ideas or concepts to live by and it makes you a better person in your life and in society, then by all means. I, I, and I, I think I've gotten great you know, inspiration and guidance and uh, meaningful impact in my life from, from all of those things, religion, uh, art, uh, philosophy. But I wouldn't call myself you know, any, any of those things in particular, um, but they've all been very impactful. And I think really just the only thing I, I you know, I, my qualms always just lie with the institutions that, that form from them. Because first off, man, I just fucking have always had issues with authority. I don't like people telling me what to do. I like to find my own path. Uh, and ultimately, you know, power and corruption go hand in hand in, inside almost any kind of institutional environment. And that's really, in my, in my opinion, where you see the negativities of any of those you know, 
philosophies or religions or groups of thought is in the hierarchy of power and how it then manipulates that train of thought to then control those people for the benefit of a very few. Well, that's why I think it's important not to offer a destination. You know, like that's where the, because what they're doing is not just spreading knowledge and wisdom, they're gatekeeping. Yeah, or do it for yourself. You know, you don't yeah. need, you know, like, like the Dalai Lama or, or a lot of these. Hold on. Um, just uh, go fucking is, you know, you, you, you find enlightenment yourself. You yeah. know, like there is no, no gatekeeper that you have to go through. There's no penance you have to pay. You know, it's one of those personal journeys. And I think if everybody did that, then you would eliminate a lot of that power and that, and that ultimate, you know, negative corruption that happens inside those big, major, powerful organizations. And ultimately, they're all just businesses. And, and if you go back in time, I mean, oh, to yeah, like, they're rich as hell. Yeah, you, you like like the like if you can buy stock in Catholicism. <laughs> yo, you'd be banking, man. Yeah. Your yearly returns would be skyrocketing. Yeah. You know the the amount, and I mean, their stock has has fallen, I think, in recent years <laughs> in, the, in the United States. But you know the amount of just land and assets and valuables and treasures that they own is uh, more than probably a lot of countries. I mean, value. bro, like. I mean, it's, it, Don't they got it's like absurd. the original Bible or some shit? How much someone go pay for that? The whole city, <laughs> the, the, the whole Vatican City. I mean, uh, who, who knows the the price tag and value of something like that? They I mean, got they got crazy shit. They're naming their price on that. Yeah, ultimately, <laughs> when you get that, you don't want to lose that, and I think yeah. that's what's you know affected a lot of then what goes into their texts because Damn. it's not about that word, it's not about that thought, it's not about that philosophy anymore. It's about how do they make more money. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah, well, them, God is pretty profitable, but yeah, man, fucking uh, yeah. hell yeah! That's you you that know is. what kills me? These what? like televangelist uh, television dudes like, who are like yeah, rolling Olst- around. Who's that Olstein guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, My mom used to things. have his calendar, and they all just end up being uh, weird <laughs> versions of exactly what they're pre- preaching. Against. What's that guy's name? Joe? Is it Joe? Like Austin? Oh, oh, yeah, like Olstein. Yeah. Austin well, anyway, that, that guy right? is based in Texas, and when the hurricane hit, he refused to help anyone. I just think that's important to point out. That's funny. He didn't make any effort. There's a really funny show on right now, uh, or I, recently called I think it's called like The Gems. Uh, okay. With uh, oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, is it that show about Kiss Family Jewels? No. Uh, it's it's kind of like Simmons. It's a comedy making fun of exactly what we're talking about. That kind of opulent, um, over the top uh, televangelist, and it has. Uh, I'm so bad with actors' names. Word. It's like, dude. It, Describe them. This could be like, guess who? I'm not perfect. good at guessing actors, perfect. so this should be good. All right, I'll, I'll give you some movies. Um, the uh, co-star in. Um, <laughs> this is already going great. Where's the lighter? <laughs> Terrible airtime. Uh, yeah. All right. The bowling movie with the dude, the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Uh, Walter, the character. John Goodman. John Goodman. Yes. So John wow, Goodman. I did it. The, the 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 kind of the big papa and then he has um siblings and one of them is uh I'd be so scared if john goodman was my father <laughs> the comedian he kind of has hair like yours but it's red okay. and uh he was oh man he's been in a lot of movies but now i can't think of any of them but he was also in that hbo show about the baseball player he was the pitcher hmm. uh da- down in, <laughs> oh eastbound eastbound down, down. Wait, who is he in that show? The pitcher, the main guy. 
know fucking i know this guy's name half the time but yeah i know exactly yeah, what yeah, you're talking yeah. about. So, so he's 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 one of the sons uh it's a really funny show okay, i recommend it to everybody out good. there my very long i'm sure amazing sales pitch i, know, this, this I literally know this before today i'm like yeah i only know that guy's name like half the time but i know exactly what you're talking about the perm the goatee yep 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 being an asshole to everybody yeah he's in all those movies with like seth rogan and those yeah. guys i can never remember his name though did you ever see that movie uh, where they're all at that Hollywood party? The Seth Rogen crew and yeah, the, he's in that out. movie too, and he's like crazy, he's like shooting people. <laughs> and he goes out, and he's like cannibalizing at the end. Yeah, that movie was kind of yeah, good. the movie was good. I've only I only saw it like once or twice, but Me I totally too, watched but it again. That was a good movie. Yeah, what's it called? This is the end. Yeah, yeah. Why can't I think of that that name immediately? And then... yeah, that was a good movie though. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. Actually, those 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 guys those cats were on a roll for a little while with some of those movies. Super bad. Well, Pineapple <laughs> Express, dude. I gotta say, I, I I throw that on every couple of months and just blaze a fat cr- cross joint. You know, I rewatched uh, Little Nicky the other day. My roommate had never seen Little Nicky before, so I haven't seen that in a long time. It's a pretty good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. This is a heartwarming family movie for me. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, classic Sandler. And I fucking love Popeye's chicken. So that movie's very pro Popeye's well, that's chicken. That's right. He's all about Popeye's chicken, right? Popeye's chicken is awesome. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that new pop? Oh, it's not even all that new now. Their chicken sandwich. I ain't had it. Yeah. I've not had it. Because for me, a Popeye, like, unless you're talking about chicken sandwiches, we're not talking about fried chicken anymore. Like, my whole thing yeah. is, like, I, I don't take a dipping sauce, man. I dip it in the mashed potatoes and gravy. And then maybe like some spinach or mac and cheese on the side. But like that's how I do fried chicken. And no sandwich is going to provide me that experience. So I'll never go to Popeye's with a chicken sandwich. And maybe I'll try it one day. But yeah. Sure. You're on the go. You're in the car. Getting a three-piece and two sides ain't the easiest. But yeah, uh, some some classic Popeye's is, I mean, they, they haven't changed it in years for a reason because it's the funniest thing really to me good. is the worst Popeyes I ever had was in New Orleans which makes opposite sense to me <laughs> they got cocky like anything's good enough <laughs> man I remember as a, as a kid my mom used to take us to Popeyes in New York as like a like a special treat she was all about it man get That's that, that spicy chicken but we didn't get it often man but when we did uh, Popeyes is good the biscuits Popeyes brings families together that's definitely the cherry on the top yeah yeah, for sure. Man, it's making me hungry. Now that you're, especially now that you're blazing up that dude, that's like a mondo. It's a drumstick. It's bigger than a drumstick. It's like a it's like a freaking bam bam bat. Talking about crypto zoology, you can go you're like caveman style. You can go yeah, club a woolly mammoth. Fucking Skidmocker gave this to me, dude. He's like, yo, keep a G. Let them know about us. Let them know that we're respectful and we might be aliens and we'll give you a joint. I'm like, oh, space weed? That's fire. You got this. And I dabbed him up and he had a weird gross clawed hand, but he was cool. He said he liked my shoes and, you know, that's good enough for me. I guess that's why we're getting so high off this. Ooh. Yeah, man. Um, here you go. You got to pull it a little hard because, like I was saying, it's probably one of the worst joints I've ever rolled, but it's going to work. So uh, speaking of uh, uh, Bigfoot and stuff, Word. so I've been spending a lot of my time lately trying to, uh, well, actually we just finished opening up a new dispensary here just about 35 minutes south of you 
called Greenfoot. Greenfoot. Yes, and it's uh, in on the Nisqually uh, Tribal Reservation, and Bigfoot and the such have uh, historically been known to romp around those parts. So. And they drew from that to inspire their branding effort. So and you're saying hence, Bigfoot would endorse this store? Bigfoot's In logo theory. is the logo of the store. Bigfoot's foot is the logo of the store. Cool. He's, he's endorsed it, yes, with his... So if he wanted a job, could you say that he already has a foot in the door? Oh, that was even better than mine, yes. Ayo! That's um, <laughs> so dumb, I had to recoil <laughs> mentally. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool, man. I, I, how... I know it's been stressful, so like, you know, as any worthwhile endeavor is, because you know, just getting all that ready is such a monolithic effort. Um, is there anything that you've really found to be interesting about the experience, or like, you know, like, and just like, did you learn anything about yourself undergoing this? I know you've done a lot of this cannabis business building stuff uh, before, but like, uh, are you specifically like attached to this product are you really into it like uh what are you what is your vision for like what this is going to become you know I, sure. I heard about your cool ass inventory thing yeah. but uh you know like yeah so because you know there's like so that, many different you know, flavors like, of shops if you catch yeah. me it's like what's going to be in it am i going to get that house of cultivar on the regular there uh, i i i hope i hope so um you know, I think I think like you said, there's so many different flavors of stores, right? I mean, there's some that are like super modern Apple stores, and there's others that are like some dude's closet and everything in between. Mega stores. I would love to go stores. to a store called oh. Some Dude's Closet, and it's just a hell of small. Bro, you know you've been okay. So my boy Tommy Bates has <laughs> a dispensary that's in a train car. Gang. Dude, it's like 400 gang, square gang. feet. You walk in there, and it's literally a train car, right? So there's, there's every spectrum of dispensary. So being in this really cool Pacific Northwest area that's kind of in the valley and has all these huge cedar trees all around and stuff, uh, you know, river running through it, it's very much Bigfoot country. And, you know, I think they they they, they embrace, the, you know, that idea. So we drew a lot from that and kind of really had the that Nisqually uh speak through the design and that was really fun because a lot of the projects i work on are you know these you know big grow cultivation and processing facilities and you know it, you have to deal with so much engineering and permitting and dealing with the systems the electrical systems the mechanical systems the irrigation the lighting the controls all of that you know and you you don't have time to do like fun stuff like we got to do with this door like you know pick nice wood finishes and worry about the design and the spatial feeling and mm. how you really get to do kind of like fun architectural type things to influence a space and the space wasn't very big it was probably it's probably about the size of of this this area right here downstairs so like from that wall o over there for the whole dispensary the the front house actually maybe like uh, t maybe about 10 feet so longer. it's cozy cozy and, and it was just an open space right and we had to figure out you know where where the wall's gonna go how you gonna store the product where where's the the manager gonna do inventory how are people gonna enter the space how are people gonna just see so product like an architectural product. puzzle in a fun one you know in a fun and one that's like small in scale so you can really focus on details rather than this huge hundred thousand foot facility you know you get to focus on you know the the finishes and the, the fit and you know yeah. the 
so we got to do some really, really fun stuff. Uh, one of which is source a lot of local materials. So there's a bunch of really awesome like cedar and English walnut that was used and milled and lived edged, like all, all from like the locale that was put in place. And we built this custom POS countertop where it kind of brings that wood into there. And then we polished the floor. So the floor was concrete and we, we uh, actually it was tile. We pulled up all the tile and then we polished the concrete and kind of stained the middle of it in like a winding river, kind wow. of this bluish color and faded it out to gray. And they really grinded down the concrete a lot so you could like expose a lot of the rock in there. So it looks like river rock, like aggregate. Wow. And then this uh, <laughs> this local artist carved this this eight foot canoe and we built a table out of it with these big cedar what? sides. And it's right in the middle. So it has this kind of almost, you know, it's not literal, but this cool look of like this, the river, and then you got the wood and the trees. And then we had this green wall artist make this, um, this like moss wall art piece for the back. So the whole thing like brings nature inside, kind of like, you know, Bigfoot in the Pacific Northwest. So, you know, it's not just the brand, but like the whole vibe of the store, like you said, different flavors kind of has that, I think like a really cool, um, I'll have, to, I'll have to come check it out. Yeah, the vibe is the, the vibe is neat, and we just kind of we just finished everything <clears throat> today. Actually, yeah, mentioned you know not not sleeping earlier because uh, you know yeah. I was trying to put together what, what I think is a really cool Stay functional woke. piece, yeah. which is like this uh, this wall to kind of uh, this functional wall casework element to link the inventory room to the behind of the point of sale, so the bud tenders can easily go and access product uh, without having to go all the way into the secure inventory room. And, you know, essentially adding easier functionality with more safety. So, you know, things like that too are kind of fun to be able to, you know, it's like little problems and you get to like solve all these little things. And, and in this case, do it in, in a visual way. Check out, uh, here, I'll show you, show you a picture. Uh... Oh, wow, that's super nice. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to go buy some weed. I have a... So when is it going to be officially uh, popping, or is it a little too early to tell? Friday, Friday, Friday. This Friday, Friday, <laughs> Friday. Go down to Greenfoot to get big deals on their smash grand opening. 20% off all weekend, I think. Oh, that was all right. That was an okay monster truck. Dude, yeah, that was a really good one. That was much better than mine. Okay. Well, thanks. I think uh, I like this podcast and just making up my DJs because, uh, I mean, the real people that DJ. <laughs> um, I just, I think it's funny because eventually I'll just have like a little bunch of voices. Mm. Check out that. Yeah, isn't that green wall cool? That's far out, man. That's the fuzzy wall right there. Yeah, it's, it's got all that texture to it. It has like very much like a Zen garden feel to it. Yeah, and it's all like preserved. There's no watering. There's no other like maintenance. Far out, man. It goes up. That's cool. Maybe I'll come uh, with my models and play this sometime. But you can't smoke it. <laughs> no, I'll play on the... Uh, it's my battlefield. <laughs> um, looks great. It's really vibrant. I love the green. Green and natural wood is like such a nice combination. Like green and tan is so underrated. Yeah, for sure. Um, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, it's, a lot of, it's just like, you know, get inspiration from nature, get inspiration going out there, pulling from those things. Like, even if you don't cool. believe in them, it doesn't... Like, it, even if you don't think it's real... It doesn't mean it can't inspire you like Bigfoot. How long did have you been working store. on that? 
this this project, you know, it was, a, it was an all-inclusive project, you know, where we uh, helped develop SOPs, we helped build the business plan, we helped do financial analysis for it, and then, you know, go through the design, all the design process, and then the build process. Sounds like years. So, no, no, it was, it was about uh, six months. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so not very long at all. No, it was a very accelerated process as well. Hence, again, the no sleep. I mean, seventy-five percent less than competitors. They'll get it done faster <laughs> than ever. No, that's crazy. I would think so much goes into it. You must have just really had it nailed down then, because like I, oh god, I'm not gonna. I'm oh, sorry. and 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 the team. You know, I, I I myself did not do all that by any means. No, I you know. know. There's 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 there's, there's seems... a few of us. You know, that are working at, together to try to accomplish this. And and actually, um, I, I was this was one of the smoothest processes that I've been involved in as far as like everybody on the same, <laughs> I, uh, no, no rowing in the, in the same direction. Um, and, and that's really how you get things done, man. Cause it's that internal, those internal battles that ultimately slow things down and, and, you know, make it late and make it overpriced and make it all those other things. Yeah. Well, that's so exciting. I'll have, now I'm going to go to a dispensary. I can't tell you the last time I went to a dispensary. I really haven't. When was the last time you went to a dispensary? I, you know, I go all the time. I go at least once a week just because I like to pop my head in and just see what's More. what's up. And, Where do you uh, like to go? Do you like to sh- No, no, I, I like to go. I, I particularly go, try to go to different stores. Ah, you, go, so like, you just check into that. Huh? I'm constantly, you know, just because I'm all over the place, you know. I, I, one site here, one project there. So anytime I'm around someplace, I got an extra couple minutes or I'm driving through, I'll just Google, you know, check out the what's up. Yeah, and I'll, or I see one, I pull over. You know, so probably at least once a week that ends up happening. And I just like to, uh, to go check it out, man. Because uh-huh. especially Washington, we're so lucky. We've got over 450 of them out there and of all different kinds, like yeah. we were saying. I, uh, I really miss that uh, taco truck in Burlington that I loved. I have no reason to be there anymore. But I miss that taco truck all the time, dude. It's a good bonus. Well, good. Well, then you must feel very relieved slash accomplished having this all come together. Yeah, yeah. Now I just got to focus on the other 400 things uh, that I've been neglecting yeah, but the past least, couple of weeks. Now it's not 401 things. That is true. Thank you so much for that silver lining, my friend. Yeah. You were an uh, internal voice of optimism. That is so not true, but I appreciate that. No, I actually do. I think, like, I really do. When I talk to you, I always, like think about what I'm saying before. I mean, it sounds like something everyone should do, but I actually think about it. I'm like, because I, I perceive you as like a very optimistic, yes, can do person. So like, I always actively try not to be negative. Like, I just naturally have a mode of just like observation slash complaining. <laughs> so, you know, and some people read it the wrong way, but it's just like, when, I, when I'm talking, I always try to be, you know, a little more pancake on the other side. Like, you know, so yeah, I think you definitely helped me be a little more optimistic, man. Because you, you don't like to think of reasons why things uh, can't happen. You know, you're just like, all right, man, it is what it is. So what can we do to make it better? And I think, you know, that is a really healthy way to look at things. And I don't think everyone starts out there, you know. So like, I'm definitely, yeah. I get stuff done. But I'd be kidding myself if I am as effective as I should be every day, you know. Sure. So... It's really hard. Uh, I mean, I really enjoy working from home, but it becomes uh, really blurred over time. You know, like the the balance of everything. I think physically changing locations and going around and actually doing different stuff like 
like physically changing the setting mentally changes the setting you know regardless of what you're thinking about like you know so it's fine i love my my dojo but i'm just saying like it's definitely a conscious thing you know so i always try to be more optimistic or whatever i don't know we're talking about all sorts of shit today yeah i mean that's you got to though in life you know it's the only way everybody ends up being their own worst enemy and you got to be able to just roll with those punches and kind of keep on swinging and keep on going back and Mm -hmm. you know that's just that's the only way i can i can look at life and get through it If, if i try to like get down on all this stuff or overthink a lot of things like it just, just it's a slippery slope it. you know it's a slippery slope and all, you just gotta keep on moving forward and focusing on the things that you, that you like and making those micro refinements on the things that you Ooh. don't and then ultimately you know maybe you get to where you want to go or if not Perfect. you're you're continually Ooh. at least progressing down that path hmm. i mean and it's so it's so easy to <laughs> this rapper kush got us talking about all sorts of shit yeah. this is so interesting weed i tell you yeah, it's definitely more like what somebody would say, you know, sativa or uh, mm-hmm. energetic lifting. Because I was fucking tired when I was driving over here, man. Are you good now? I did not know where this thing was going to go. Uh, I was wow. not expecting it to go to uh, the aliens and Bitcoin. Are you glad that it did? Because <laughs> I think this is kind of a fun one. I wonder what this flight path would look like yeah. on, a, on a map. Wherever the aliens are. We were not taking the straight line path. No, well, I mean, I literally just, uh, we started the episode. I'm like, you know what? I, my only thought before we started was, you know, like, what if uh, I'm just going to bring up the fucking weird-ass creatures that I've been listening to on the radio and see what Matt has to say about it. <laughs> so I'm glad that we talked about it a little bit. It's funny that we stumbled into religion and all shit. But, hey, I actually like to think about that stuff. Like, uh... Yeah, the questions that don't have answers. Like I feel like that's like philosophy to, to try and understand the things that aren't meant to be understood. You know, and I think doing things to like pursue that knowledge, because like I think another funny thing is like uh, you know a lot of like I think you know a lot of times happiness is described as like the pursuit of happiness, right? So like I I think a lot of like just like as a random thing, like a lot of people don't feel like they're quote unquote happy. But it isn't like this static feeling that you can obtain and hold on to. It's like the pursuit of something and it's like the longing for something and then the threshold of like accomplishing that that gives you that gratification. And I think, you know, it's just, I think all of us can do is just pursue happiness. Uh, You know, I don't think you should feel, there's a lot of people that feel sad that they're not happy. Like it's something that other people are. I think a lot of people like anticipate or assume what other people feel on the regular, uh, you know. So it's just I, it's just something I've been thinking about. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, but the pursuit of happiness is what is important. The effort and it's always this active thing. Like there's just kind of like same thing with like desire too. Like there's no hard cap on desire because like as you walk in the cave with a flashlight, the deeper you go in the cave, the more of the cave gets lit. You know, so it's like yeah. Well, but especially what you said about the. Uh, that you can't be happy all the time. I mean, this is just impossible. Or who would exactly. want that? It's like saying, all I want is a sweet. Like, you have to have that sour to appreciate the other <laughs> I side I only of it. eat cinnamon buns. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't mean that, that, you, that they, you don't have to make it upset you when those things happen, though. Like, I think there's a way to accept the negativity in the world and be able to try to 
make that as much as possible into a positive or at least look at trying to solve that without it affecting you on an emotional level and that's much easier said than done and for sure like like any i don't think anybody's you know that zen where you know nothing bothers them but i think the more and more you can get to that zen like state i think the more you know happiness that you do have and then in those moments of of bad or suffering you can appreciate those at least knowing that it's going to make those times of happiness and joy that much sweeter so like you know staying up the last two nights it wasn't fun like you know fucking back breaking doing carpentry having to you know figure out you know all these 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 problems and being sleep deprived and not eating but in that time i'm thinking wow you know the outcome of this is going to be so rewarding that it's all going to be worth this and if you can't suffer through those times Ultimately, in my opinion, you don't deserve those those, those times of, 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 of joy and happiness and all that. You know, if you if you're not in the in the trenches, you don't deserve to be out on the beach. Yeah. Now let me hit this joint again. Fuck yeah. Well, come on, this more crazy shit. No, I like that. I was just I thought it was a stupid pun, and then I'm like, no, Blake, you don't have to pun everything. Um. I don't, I'm not a big beach guy. That should be your second coffee table book, though. What? Oh, dude. Man, people keep telling me to do puns that. Puns and one-liners. I gotta fucking, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I, I, I wish I could record all the stupid shit I say. I, I could have done something with it. But I, maybe one day. It'll come up. Like, I, I, I am sort Just of... Take snippets from this. Like, yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what we're doing now. But it's like, I kind of take peace in the fact, like, that... Uh, you know, if uh, you've thought of it once and it was cool, it'll come back to you. That's obviously not true for everything. But um, I don't know. That's kind of like what you were talking about. Like, just kind of letting go is important a little bit, you know? And it's just you can't get frustrated that you forgot something because, you know, like, that's just kind of what I, I – I just let you go a little bit more. And I think that ignorance is bliss kind of flip-flop depending on how you look at it. Like, you can say it dismissively about someone you view as lesser than. Or you could – say it enviously of someone who has the capacity to uh you know dismiss all of these little things and just focus on what's in front of them so i think you know depending on where you are in your life and where you look at that it's like it's obviously i it would never be saying like the goal is to be ignorant because that's obviously not the best word choice but you know to be a little bit in your own way i think is good just create your little zen you know well anyway yeah yeah man far out dude yeah bro i don't even know what i'm gonna call this podcast uh but either way uh where are we flying today bro we're going straight to outer space straight uh-oh these people played for <laughs> paid for tickets to LaGuardia, but no, all right no, no, outer no. space it is this is this, this uh, suborbital you know like one of those richard branson supposed flights that's coming in the future la to london in you know 16 minutes up in the orbit you free float for a couple minutes to come back down all right well then we have oh we're gonna give them the zero gravity little bump we're not just taking them like straight to saturn or something i don't think we got the the, the jet fuel for we've that got peanuts this man we've got man. all right uh ladies and gentlemen uh we're gonna be uh taking a slight delay to the water to go to space so uh the seatbelt signs are back on okay cool so i was i just wanted to try that so anyway we're gonna take off uh to space and everyone's gonna float around for a bit. Oxygen masks will drop down. Please uh, put them on before you assist others. 
okay. Word up. Anything you want to plug? Because we've been forgetting to do that. We plugged uh, Greenfoot once again. Gotcha. I know. I, I always forget to talk about drypole.com. Drypole.com. And, uh, you know, those House Cultivar Grand Crew line is right around the corner. What you going to do? keep on saying it's coming close. You guys heard us, heard us talk about it. It is. It is. is you could almost. Like, it's like a really fire like, album that's just like, just the, we're getting the mastering yeah, right. Yeah. It's going to be the great album of uh, best of 2021. Printing packaging as yeah. we speak. Oh yeah, we we've seen the samples and you know everyone's everyone's talking about the runs. All the rappers want the runs, so you know now you can have your runs in cultivar fashion. Um, fire, fire runs. Yeah, man. Uh, Whole selection. You know, toastedandposted dot com is still a thing. Uh, and we're kind of getting a logo done for us. I had a good idea. And then I thought, like, have I seen this somewhere? And then, like, I saw something that was kind of like it. And so now I thought of, like, a tweak. But I don't know. I still kind of like it. And I think maybe I'll make it unique enough that I don't care. Uh, but, you know, I just I get bummed out sometimes. Because I, like, I really do think of a lot of things originally. But if I find out retroactively, then I'm like, oh, shit, I saw that somewhere. I was like, fuck, you know. Um, but yeah, I still think yeah, it that's works. that's a fucking <laughs> gut dropping feeling yeah but it's also kind of like a simpsons did it situation so yeah. it's kind of like if everything does exist uh you kind of just need to augment it to yeah, make it yeah. your own yeah like, like you were saying earlier you know you take that gut punch and you make it better exactly yeah. um far out man i'm so high uh cool well we smoked the rapper kush too so get some rapper kush and talk about it with your friends all right uh, i don't know if there's anything else we want to talk about uh we should be having some our four-person podcast eventually <laughs> working on it royal rumble it's tough man a lot of in demand right individuals and these damn lights yeah damn lights. you're gonna talk under these hot lights all right this is the longest outro ever so uh captain signing off you know taken down bye